Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful, deep Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Shir Hamalois Mimamakim, a song of ascent from our depths. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse on Shabbos Parshas Hazinu, which was also Shabbos Shuva in the year Tavshin Memches. 34 years ago, which actually, this was the second chas, uh, for bringing the Rebbe had, which is a continuation to the second day of Rosh Hashanah. The Rebbe went on to certify and edit this Hasidic discourse in honor of the sixth day of the month of Tishrei, and again, the same year, Tavshim Ches, 34 years ago. So again, the Hasidic discourse is based on the verse, Shir HaMalois Mimamakim Karasicha Hashem, a song of ascents from my depths, I reach out to Hashem. So the Rebbe says, this, this verse is, a, is, is, the, is, is the first verse of the psalm that's established that we say it every single day in the 10 days of Tshuva. Starting from the first day, which is Rosh Hashanah, which that's the first day of the 10 days of Tshuva. And actually many, many Hasidic discourses begin with this verse of Shir HaMalei Shemakin Karasich HaShem. And the Rebbe says it's brought down the Hasidic discourses that when it says Mimamakin from the depths, there's actually two different opinions in the Zohar of what depth are we referring to. So there's one opinion of Rabbi Yitzchak and the other opinion is of Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Yitzchak says, what does my Maimakim mean? It's referring to the depths of the person. In other words, that the person is praying from the depths of his soul. In other words, from the depths of, and who is the one that composed this psalm? King David. So it was the, the depths of the, of the soul of King David, uh, uh, King David that composed the psalm. And the same thing also, it's the depths of every single Jewish person that says this psalm. So, so that's the opinion of who? Rabbi Yitzchak in the Zohar. Rab Abba comes along and says, Miyamakim is not referring to the depths of King David and the Jewish people and everyone that's saying the psalm, but it's referring to the, the tremendous depths, and I'll say it in Hebrew or in Aramaic, Atar Gonus, a special hidden treasure on high. So Shir HaMailis, Miyamakim, referring to the depths of that powerful treasure that's on high. So those are the two opinions in the Zohar. Rabbi Yitzchak says referring to the human being, the person saying a psalm, versus of Abba says referring to the depths of the treasure that we're praying, we're, we're praying, we're praying to. And he continues on to explain in the Chassidic discourse that besides the fact that there's a, that there's a difference of opinion which depths it's referring to, but also the, the, to explain the word mimamakim, because the, what's the shoyrish? The root of the word is oimek, depth. So, so it should say mamakim. Mi mamakim means from the depths. What does it mean from the depths? It means there's two level in the depths. In other words, and it goes according to both opinions. In other words, according to Rabbi Yitzchak, it's referring to the depths of the depths of the person saying the prayer, starting with King David, and then every single person says the prayer. And what does that um, translate? Practically, it's referring to, and I'll say it in Hebrew, I'll translate, umka deliba, the depths of our hearts. And according to our Baba, it's referring to the depths of the depths on the high levels and high where this tremendous treasure is lying. And he continues on to explain 
that the may even though even though it's both depths, the depths of our depths where we pray and the depths that we're reaching on high, but the the main the main insights referring to the depths on high we're reaching that we have the power to reach so so deep. In other words, when when we call out to Hashem, we reach to the depths of the depths of the powerful treasures on high. Up to the point that we reach such a deep level that in high levels is a higher and lower. When you go so deep in the highest level, there's no higher and lower. It's beyond higher and lower. And he continues on to say, Karasicha, then we call Yudkei Bafka, we call the depths of Hashem, Hashem himself. Now, but nevertheless, even though mainly it's referring to the depths on high that we're reaching the depths of the treasure, but the fact is, there's also one opinion, Rabbi Yitzchuk said, that's referring to our depths. So the truth is, what's the connection? Never explains very simply. And others like the expression is, and I'll say, I'll say it, and I'll translate it. Mar Omar Mar This person says like this, and that person says like that. They're not arguing. We're talking two different things. In other words, because the power and the ability that we have to reach the depths. The highest levels where there's no difference between higher and lower, that comes from our depth of our heart. What does that mean practically? What does it mean when you're reaching the depth of your heart? That's called tshuva. When we do tshuva, that means when we go to the depths of our hearts, or we reach, we call out to Hashem from the depths of our hearts, through that we have the power to reach the highest level. And like it's explained, this idea is explained in the Chassidic Discourses, and also... In, in the Hasidic discourse that explains specifically this this verse of Shir Marakim is referring to the depths, our depths, reaching the highest depths, which that is practically speaking the avoid of tshuva. In other words, we return to Hashem. How do we return to Hashem? We go to our inner soul, our inner heart, umkadaliba, and through that we reach the highest level. Yeah. So now the Rebbe is going to explain this: that how is it possible that when a person does tshuva? You're able to reach such a high level. I mean, we're not just dealing with, in Kabbalistic terms, primi, makiv, soivev. We're dealing with the depths of the depth where literally there's no higher or lower. You're going so deep. How do we have the power through tshuva to reach so high? So Rebbe explains a beautiful idea, and this is really, really the power of this Hasidic discourse, even though it's a short Hasidic discourse, but it has a tremendous, tremendous message. And Rebbe says like this. Rebbe's going to give an introduction based on what's explained in, in a Hasidic discourse of Rosh Hashanah, in um, in the year Tafresh Tzadik Ches, so when the Rebbe said this, um, it was it was uh, it was fifty years before the Rebbe said this. Obviously, now we're thirty four years later, so it was a Hasidic discourse from um, 80, 84, 84 years ago. And over there, the the, the, the it explains in the Hasidic discourse that in Truva, when a person returns to Hashem, the returning part, there's two different levels of Truva. In other words, and I'll say it in Hebrew and I'll translate it. There's the Inyan HaTshuva, the idea of Tshuva, the concept of Tshuva. And then there's the Mahus, the essence of Tshuva, the essence of repentings. And never explains to this. What's the difference between the Inyan, the idea of repentings, the idea of returning, and the essence of returning? And this is such a powerful foundation, and hopefully we'll get it, and this will make a whole Asherashmi Tshuva and Yom Kippur totally different. And never explains like this. The idea of Tshuva means... Someone returns to Hashem, so it's, it's specific acts that were done not necessarily appropriate, or general ideas. So things that were wrong, you want to fix those personal things, those specific things, and general things that need to be fixed. Even, so that's if you did something wrong, but even in things that you didn't necessarily do something wrong, but you want to make it better. 
you know, there's true from doing something wrong. That's one level. What's one area? But then there's areas, no, you're coasting through life. You're more or less, you're doing everything you're supposed to. You're not transgressing. But you can always, you know, there's an expression in Kabbalah and Chassidus, if good is good, better is not better. So life is good, but we want to make it better. So tshuva is, on a different level, is when you're trying to make things better. And as you're trying to better yourself, um, purify yourself, and as you want to make your, your, your spiritual work more complete, and, and up until that, you like literally refine it. You get it to where it's like much better and almost like perfect, so to speak. And um, <clears throat> and so this way, you, you literally, you fix up all the things that were, were not complete. And therefore, everything you're doing is not just, you know, um, you, you're, you're, you're getting a, so to speak, you're passing mark, but you're getting like an amazing mark. So that is the idea of tshuva. So again, to recap, what is the idea of tshuva is? Things that you did wrong, you're fixing it, whether it's personal, whether it's specific, or in general. And then refining your character, whatever you're doing, to try and do it even a little better, trying to make it a little more perfect. That's the idea of tshuva, which is great, which is amazing. But now the says, what's muhusa tshuva? What is the essence, really, of tshuva? So the explains the essence of tshuva, muhusa tshuva is, that from the place that you're standing now, in your spiritual state, you leave that space. And whoever uses the Yiddish word, I'm going to say it in Yiddish, because for those that don't understand Yiddish, but it's a powerful word, and it's a powerful expression in Yiddish, which means you're totally taking a whole different stand. You're transforming yourself. You're creating a paradigm shift. A paradigm shift, obviously, to a higher level. So you're like a different person, a whole different approach. In other words, you're literally taking yourself and putting yourself in a new space. Up to the point that compared to you before, you don't even recognize it. So in the first level, there was things fixed. Okay, things are broken, you fixed it. Certain things you were doing, you're doing it a little better. So there's a comparison. It was fixed, it's broken. If it was broken, it's fixed. You were doing it, now you're doing it better. So th- there's some kind of connection. Over here, they were saying, as Mohusa Shubas, you're a totally different human being. It's a whole different level of a relationship. You don't, you don't recognize the old self. You're a whole different human being. In other words, you go to a level which you can't compare. In Hebrew, it's called loy be'erach. You can't compare. Up to the point where you're in such a whole different level, you can't even say this was a higher level, that was a lower level. Not higher, not higher, not lower. A whole different level. A whole different way of seeing things. A whole different way of operating. A whole different way of thinking. A whole different way of speaking. A whole different way of acting. A whole different level. A whole different language. <clears throat> In other words, because when you say higher and lower, you're saying oh, higher or lower, but there's a lower level. And obviously, even though it's high, but it has a connection with the lower level. However, when we're dealing with muhus ha-tshuva, the, the essence of tshuva, there's no higher and lower. It's a whole different way of operating, which basically have no connection to before in a good way. It's not you, it's not me, it's not, that wasn't me, that wasn't my behaviors. I have, I have no connection with it. I am now in a whole different space. Up to the point, and I'll say it in Hebrew because some powerful words here, you become a Metzias Chadasha. You become a new human being. There was, and how is it created? From nothing. Literally from nothing you became a new human being. That is Mahusa Truba. That is the essence of Truba. And when a person puts himself in that place, you can't compare to where you were before. Once you make the shift where you're on a whole new level, so we're talking about once a person makes the shift, 
obviously it has effects you on your on your specific acts on your your day-to-day activities whatever you're doing and therefore everything's going to be different and it was like this in the first way you're changing certain acts okay it's better than before it's all focusing on the act it's higher it's lower in the second level it you're a whole new human being the, the the focus is on the shift obviously once you there's a shift you still operate you're still thinking you're still speaking you're still doing you're still everything but that's going to change automatic once the person changed in other words once you make that shift and you're a whole different human being then obviously all the actions that you do are going to be different and they're going to be better and like Deborah brings the famous teaching in the Chazal that says, and not only it says, but Deborah says, we're going to focus on the order the way it's always said. What does it say? It says, Shuva, repentance, and that's listed first. And then, Maisim Toivim, good deeds. Maisim was his actions and Toivim, which are good ones. And Deborah explains based on this as follows. When a person makes a shift, you become new. So once you do Shuva, which means you're on a whole different level, so that will create a whole different mice and the actions are going to be different and it's going to create a whole different experience in what means good and it's going to create a whole different human being that the actions are going to be good on a whole different level so in other words Robert is explaining like this and this is this is like even though it's a short Hasidic discourse but it's a powerful Hasidic discourse there's two levels of tshuva to recap there's a level of tshuva yes you did certain things wrong you're fixing it Or, whatever you're doing is good, but you're making it better. So there's still a connection between what was broken to what's fixed and what you're doing before it is better. The second level of truth is, you're a different human being. It's not like, it, before it was like this, now it's like that. It's a whole new person, a whole new human being, a whole new experience. It's totally transformed. You're a new person. Obviously, once you're a new person, your actions are going to be different, your deeds are going to be different, everything's going to be different about you. So based on this, Rebbe explains why it says, Hashem. What does that mean? Because when a person does truva from the depths of your heart and the depth within the depths, which again, which that now we have language for what means a depth within the depth? What, what does that mean practically? It's referring to not the idea of truva, but the mahusa truva. When the person goes mimamakim, when the person becomes a different human being, then what happens is you reach on high, amika the amikta, the depth of the depths, up to you reaching a level where there's no even levels over there. But what caused you to reach there? When you went within and you made an, a, 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 a total transformation. And by doing that, Rebbe says, we fulfill, we, 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 call, we fulfill all the, in a literal way, all the prayers of this, of this psalm. What does that mean practically? That we reach the highest level, you know, the depths of the depths on the highest level, and up to the level where it's beyond the higher and lower, and but then what happens is when you reach that high level, you bring down that power into this world. And, and, and literally it comes into the world, which is space. It comes into the time and it happens right away. And what happens when you draw down this powerful energy from the highest levels, we literally break all the boundaries, all the limitations. And we draw in the revelation of the infinite light of Hashem literally down in this world. And not only that, it says even further, 
up to the point where we bring down the level where there's no such thing as a higher and lower. Everything is one. And <clears throat> how does it all happen? It happens it's all based on when we reach our depths, when we become a total different human being. And what, what and then what happens is our depth and the depth of Hashem become really, really one. When we call from our depths and we reach the highest depth of Hashem, so what do we eventually accomplish? We accomplish that Yisrael, the Kutcha Brichu Kulachad, that us and Hashem, the Jewish people and Hashem, become really, really as one entity and one human being. So again, it's a short Hasidic discourse in honor of uh, um, the 10 days of Truva, in honor of Yom Kippur, but you see, even though it's short, but it's transform- transformative. Literally, it's, it shows us the way that if we reach our depths and we, we do the Mahus of Truva, we become a total different being, we reach the highest levels of Hashem, and we bring that down to this world, and the greatest gift is we become one with Hashem. I wish you all, we should have a great week of tshuva, we should have an easy fast, and Hashem should forgive us, and God willing, we'll reach the highest levels, and next class will be God willing in your Shalayim Yerach Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.